Lords, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your announcer, Housewives favourite, Derek Morgan, and welcome to the multi-award winning Daftcast! Starring the man who's richer than MC Hammer, better looking than Bill Gates, and funnier than Adolf Hitler, Andy Jones! Yes, thank you very much, Radio's Derek Morgan, and uh, welcome to uh, episode 2, season 2. Of the Daftcast, I'm Andy, with you through for the next 15 minutes or so. Another rundown of stuff that's going on from that ever so slightly unhinged perspective that I have. Of course, on the Daftcast today, I've got to be a lot more careful about exactly what it is I say, haven't I? Because um, there's there's a lot of people up in arms uh, at the moment with regards to one thing or another. Uh, in the UK, anyway, I don't know if, uh, if any of you have been getting this news, but um, two of uh, Britain's... I was about to say more established broadcasters, but certainly, certainly very well-known, uh, contemporary, reasonably contemporary broadcasters uh, on on BBC Radio Two. Jonathan Ross and Russell Brand have gotten themselves into all sorts of trouble, and everybody's talking about it. Um, and I'm kind of bored talking about it. Basically, if you if you're listening from the US, because I know we get a load of load of listeners to the Darfcast in the US, you probably haven't realised um, they basically phoned up. Um, without going into too much detail, because you can see this anywhere you want on the internet. You can do a search on the BBC website everywhere. Well, everywhere is talking about it. Basically, they uh, uh, phoned up uh, a bloke who's who's an actor, uh, who's a very old, established actor, well known, well loved in in, in Britain, um, and basically left um, some relatively dodgy messages on his answer phone, um, or at least that's that's sort of the idea. That's how it came across on their radio show it's a pre-recorded radio show so everybody's up in arms the program controller Radio 2's uh, quit uh, Russell Brand one of the guys doing it has, has resigned uh, the other guy's been suspended for about 12 weeks uh, which results in about one and a half million pounds worth of pay that he's not going to get poor bloke <laughs> I mean seriously you consider what he's on uh, and so uh, and so that's kind of what's happened uh, and they've all got into a lot of trouble about it um Hopefully this is... It's been raging. Obviously it's a really weak news day because it's been completely raging everywhere. Everyone's talking about it and everyone's putting in their two pennies worth. Uh, our, our bumbling Prime Minister Gordon Brown has gone up and gone, well, I'm, I'm very much against these two very naughty people uh, and everything else. Um, I've seen it. If you go on YouTube or whatever, you're bound to find um, this this footage if you want to listen to it. Uh, of where Is footage the right word for sound? Yeah. I, well, I'm going to decide it is anyway. Uh, and then you know you can actually pick this stuff up and they uh, and, and, and make, listen to it for yourself. Was it offensive? I think it probably was actually. I don't think it was very nice. It's, it's certainly these two guys, uh, Jonathan Ross and, and Russell Brand, are famous for being very cheeky and, and sort of pushing the limits a little bit and everything. But nothing they do ever seems nasty. It always comes across as being somewhat kind of affectionate and and, and they're just having a bit of a play with the people they're talking with. However. Uh, this time around, I have to say that it did just sound like they were being rather nasty to an old man. That's how it kind of came across anyway, if you listen to it. So um, so in fairness, yep, heads have rolled, and I think that's kind of fine. Um, and I'm only really mentioning because it's on uh, the time doing the podcast. It's it's topical, and everybody's talking about it. And, and in keeping with the daft cast, I think the whole situation is relatively daft. I do like to jump on a good bandwagon, though, and that's what everybody's been doing with regards to it. I think it's ridiculous, you know, and all this other stuff they're saying. I'm totally for that. I love jumping on the bandwagon. If you know any pointless 
or, or, or ridiculous topic that's maybe not particularly interesting, um, but is the sort of thing that, uh, that someone like me can, can, can get worked up about and jump on the bandwagon, then please do let me know. You can email me if you like, um, andy at daftcast.com, purely because I love... Um, you know, just jumping on the bandwagon uh, with regards to subjects that are completely pointless, relatively trivial. Uh, the sort of if if you can find a topic that nobody should get worked up on at all because it's relatively irrelevant, then I will I will launch a campaign and a committee and talk about it uh, and rant and rave because I think this is just something that people like to do, me included, rather tragically. Anyway, do welcome to the Daftcast. Hope you're all right at the moment. I'm uh, going to chat a little bit about the global economic crisis very soon, and just to warn you, in case you think that we're going into really heavy subjects and stuff. In fact, let me not warn you, but reassure that not we're going to talk about it in a daft kind of way the podcast with the best positioning statements the one and only daft cast i have to say thank you very much for um your emails and stuff we've we've just uh, posted on, on the daftcast site if you can find it at daftcast.com uh some of the video footage of this creepy gnome who's been hanging around, um, was it some town in Argentina? I think that's what it was. I can't be bothered to look it up now, but yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, so there's basically a, a sleepy town in Argentina, and uh, there's a load of kids who um, claim to have seen this gnome, a uh, little short fellow with a pointy hat, as a gnome is, if you happen to, to be British and have one outside your garden pond, as is the tradition. Um, uh, apparently, in it, in it kind of uh, in one video, it's run after them and sort of made a barking noise which made me think is it actually maybe just some kind of an animal and uh, there's also another bit of footage of them um, a load of lads having a bit of a chat one evening enjoying themselves and suddenly this thing walks in and and they'll get very scared so obviously it's a very creepy thing and it's and it's freaking out people in Argentina and um, apparently all the kids are are too afraid to go out at night or some of them are Uh, now the, the argument is is it a hoax uh, well, you know, you be the judge. It's, it's on the website at the moment. Go to daftcast.com um, and you can see the uh, the video there. Um, <laughs> being the Daftcast, though, of course, uh, we have changed it somewhat. Uh, you'll notice there's a second video in the same posting um, that, that we found of someone taking this gnome as it kind of creepily walks into view. Uh, and they've, they've basically... Um, <laughs> edited it to uh, MC Hammers You Can't Touch This which is uh, well worth watching uh, yeah so uh, do uh, go on to the daftcast.com and check that out but it's very very freaky and I have to admit and I feel so embarrassed for it because I looked at it analysed it and thought you know what it's silly it's it's kids having a laugh it's too much of a coincidence that you know they happen to be filming with their little camera phones at the time when this sort of thing occurs and that's a little bit too suspect for me and I don't really believe it and all the rest of it and I just thought that would be it and I put it to bed um but I had a nightmare about it like um three four nights ago I had a nightmare that I was being chased through my hometown by a giant by a by, well not a giant gnome because then it wouldn't be a gnome would it it'd just be a bloke in a hat with a beard <laughs> which, which in fairness I've seen them before and they're not too scary but do you know what I mean like just um I had a serious nightmare that I was being chased by um by by a gnome throughout my hometown I couldn't get away from it and you think logistically it's got little legs so you'd be able to you know I'm five foot eleven I could run away from it but evidently not uh so yeah I just thought I'd share that with you as a kind of cathartic thing um but yeah credit crunch we're going to talk about the credit crunch weren't we it's uh, invaded everywhere at the moment and everybody's talking about it and everything else and um the one thing that 
I'm not sure if it's necessarily true, and it's certainly not necess- It's almost certainly not true for governments, even though a lot of them will try and do this. Is one thing they've said is is you've got to spend, you've got to spend money, spend your way through a credit crunch, um, which uh, I um, I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with that. However, a lot of people are saying, and I've read a lot of the write-ups in a lot of the more posh papers, because you know me, I only read the posh papers. That's that's absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. I look at the pictures anyway, uh, but you know. So, so I've been sort of looking at that, and um, I, I've got to be perfectly honest. I, you know, they're sort of saying that you know everybody's got to spend their way out of the recession. They've got to spend their way out of this economic downturn. That's the only way we're going to get through it. And people talking about just how difficult that's going to be. It's going to be really, really hard. So, I would like to offer my services, and. Um, you know, and I and I do mean this with all sincerity, and I promise I will do this to the very best of my ability. And I'm, I've got a past history of being able to do this as well, so this is not just a foppish thing. This is something I can do really well. Uh, if you are finding yourself uh, having quite a bit of trouble with regards to the credit crunch and all this sort of stuff, and you're thinking to yourself, "My goodness, how am I supposed to spend my way out of out of this recession?" All I can say: give me your credit cards, give me your debit cards. Uh, mail money, cash money over to me, whatever you want to do. If you want to email me, we'll sort out details. Send me all of your money and I will spend it for you as a way of helping you out. You know, because everybody's in a bit of trouble at the moment. It's not just the bankers and it's not just the government, the rest of us as well. And uh, I just feel that way I can kind of help you out a little bit. More stimulating than watching sumo wrestlers bungee jump into a vat of custard, you're listening to the Daftcast at daftcast.com well my dubious attempts at um public service aside <laughs> well well at least i'm giving it a go at least i'm trying to be positive uh no but my dodgy attempts at, at public service aside um I, I obviously there are two men in particular there's technically other people running for it but they're not going to get a chance they're going to have a hope in hell because um, most of them are rubbish but um, the uh, well, also they're kind of fringe candidates, but of course you have two men who are going for big, big public service uh, in uh, respect to Barack Obama and John McCain. Of course, at time of broadcasting this particular episode of the Daftcast, we don't know the outcome of the presidential election. We know it's those one of those two, but we don't know which. Uh, at time of speaking, I think the polls are in favour of uh, Barack Obama, um, and uh, it's interesting, you know, and, and uh, if I was being sensible, you know, you could be very objective and look at both of them um, and look at their good points, uh, you know, uh, you could be an a- more of an analyst and look at their bad points, um, I'd rather just look at their silly points, you know, because you could be sensible and say on the one hand it's an amazing thing if Barack Obama gets in, the first African-American president, but also he seems to have a sense of the, the old school of Ronald Reagan, and maybe more of an emphasis on supply side, you know, take his protectionist stuff out of the way. You could say that, you know, he's going he's gonna to inspire everybody uh, across the parties. It's good for the Republican Party if he gets in as well, because maybe they'll go back to a more centrist, classical liberal base, you know, the old sort of small L libertarian base and everything else and then on the one hand you can be very you know sort of positive and look at John McCain and say well this guy's a war hero who's got so much experience he's a maverick which means that he could be very independently minded and 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 just do what's right rather than what's in the party interest and he's going to be really good or blah 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 blah. but but I'd rather just look at the stupid qualities um you know because because it's the daft cast John McCain um you know, uh, I, I, I think, you know, one of his plus points is that he looks like a teddy bear. 
And I think that's... He does, doesn't he? You could make John McCain teddy bears. He's a bit like that. You know, um, I'm sure if you ever wanted to try and cuddle him, though, uh, I think the Secret Service would have something to say about that. But I've noticed that. He's a little short, 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 funny, fat bloke. Um, the funniest thing I heard McCain do was... I think he was in... Was it West Philadelphia? And he did a, uh, he did a thing where he said... Um, <laughs> I love this. He said, um, <laughs> he said, uh, you know, uh, Barack Obama's uh, supporters have been saying some really unpleasant things about West Philadelphia. And the audience went, boo, you know, boo, Barack Obama. And then he said, and you know what? I couldn't agree with them more. <laughs> and then there was this sudden, sudden stunned silence. And, um, and then he suddenly realized what he said. He said, no, no, no. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. No, I, I couldn't agree with, with you more that what they said was really bad or something like that and completely dug himself out of a hole. Oh, dear me. It's one of those things that's absolutely cringeworthy. It reminds me of um, Ricky Gervais. Um, who I'm sure you sort of know from the, from the office and from extra stuff like that. Those really cringeworthy moments that are so painful, but you can't help kind of watch them. Uh, so that's him covered. Um, Barack Obama's again, like John McCain, great. I'm very happy to have either of these as president. And I'm British and I'm a British citizen, so I don't actually get a say. So who cares what I think in this area? But Barack Obama's fantastic as well, and uh, I do I do have a tendency to enjoy his generic platitudes, though. That's the one thing about it which I really love. You know, yes, we can do equality. Yes, we can do opportunity. Yes, we can do sort of generic things. Yes, we can do fluffy bunnies. Um, I kind of like that, and also like the message of change because it can kind of mean anything, and you can use it in any context. And I can imagine if he's if he's president, they you know they could just wheel him out to anywhere. And he, all he has to say is like, you know, so what, what, are, we, uh, what are we talking about? What, what, what am I here to give a speech on today? You're, you're to give a speech on uh, the education system, Mr. President. So we go, change is coming to education. And everybody would cheer, you know, and then they could wheel him out. And, um, you know, what are, we, what are we talking about today? Oh, well, today, you know, we've done the education. This is a new ad- agenda. Uh, and we're going to just generally talk about the public sector today. Okay. Change is coming to the public sector. You know, uh, wheel him out and send him on a sort of diplomatic trick to Kazakhstan. You know, change is coming to Kazakhstan. Um, and, and everybody will laugh and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, very exciting. Um, I'm very jealous of everyone in America getting to vote and really actively participate in, in, in such a wonderful democracy process. Uh, I wish we could vote for our leader, but unfortunately um, <laughs> we can't. It's just a bloodline thing, apparently. Uh, but never mind. Uh, maybe uh, one day we'll commit treason and finally stop having a, a monarch. Or, or not. You never know. We could keep doing it for years because people are very into uh, the monarchy and stuff like that. And, and apparently it's good for tourism. Um, <laughs> also, you know, uh, an unelected leader but technically you see the queen can do whatever she wants technically now by by sort of general um, or what they call it you know when it's just sort of like uh, generically done she technically or as a matter of, of, of etiquette I suppose for want of a better word or, or a matter of sort of um, custom actually I think that's probably the right word to use as a matter of custom she doesn't basically declare war on Belgium 
you know, more's the pity, but she doesn't because she doesn't want to have any dictatorial power. She wants to be a constitutional monarch and stuff. But there's nothing actually set in stone. Unlike America, we don't have a constitution. So the queen could just do whatever she wants, you know, <laughs> and then sort of nobody cares. But then again, uh, obviously, uh, Prime Minister Gordon Brown, his first term, uh, was not elected either uh, by the people or sort of under any kind of a test. So I suppose even if we actually did get rid of the monarch, it wouldn't make much of a difference. Oh, scathing political satire on the Daftcast of a lame nature but never mind uh, anyway thank you very much for listening and don't forget you can get in touch email me and the team and uh, we'll be back with another Daftcast shortly that's all from this episode of the Daftcast you can find the latest Daftcast online at daftcast.com where you can email the team download previous Daftcasts from the archives and view the gallery if you dare until next time I've been the world famous Derek Morgan and the pleasure's been all yours 